tonight. It's good to feel the presence of the Lord. It's good to be here. It's good for you to be here. I'm glad you're here. Amen. And I want to minister to you tonight. Uh, tomorrow, I am going to go see Tim. So if anybody has any cards you want to get and for me to take, you still have time. You can get them, drop them off at the house. I'm leaving at 4.30, and I will be going to see uh, going to see Tim. Praise God. Amen. And uh, this morning, we talked about the sower that went forth to sow. And I got into the lesson, and the Lord really kind of talked through me. And I felt the presence of the Lord, felt the Word of God, and uh, just was ready to do it following next Sunday. But the Lord's like, no, I want you to preach it tonight. I want you to minister it tonight. Praise God. And so I want to talk to you uh, on uh, Seeds of the, of the Lord, part two. And I'll go ahead and read to you from Matthew chapter 13 and verse 3. And those of you that were here this morning, you may hear a few things like you've heard this morning. But I'm going to cap them. There's only going to be statements. And we're going to move on to what we didn't get into this morning also. Amen. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. And some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth. And forthwith they sprung up because they had no depthness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. And other fell on good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let them hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou in par- unto them in parables? And he answered, and he said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but unto them it is not given. I want to talk to you tonight, minister to you tonight, for just a little bit on this subject. Lord, we love you, God, and praise you for this evening. I thank you, Lord, for this service. I'm asking you, Lord, to help me to minister your word to your people, to be out of the flesh and in the spirit. And God, I'm going to give you all the praise, glory, and honor for all that you've done. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen? Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Amen. In all of this, we see the sower that goes forth to sow. In Jesus' day, this was a very good uh, this was a very good analogy. Because today, most of us that live in cities don't understand about sowing and reaping. Matter of fact, it's kind of scary because if we needed to go back to the old days to preserve ourselves. We may not be able to do it because we don't know how to do it. We don't know how to sow. We don't know how to uh, take care of or to reap. Praise God. And uh, it's an amazing thing. But in Jesus' day, this was something that was very common. Amen. Because sowers went forth and they sowed seed. We want to make note today that there was nothing wrong with the seed. The seed was all good. All the seed never produced, or not all of the seed produced any, uh, something, but the seed was good in its, in, its, in its way. Praise the Lord. And we know, amen, that Jesus talking about the seed is talking about his word. 
He's talking about the Word of God, whether the Word of God can come to you in some ways. One of them is the Word of God can come to you, amen, by the Word of God. You open the Word of God or the book of the Bible, and you begin to read it, and you open, we all, we used to have a saying that you open your heart when you open your Word, praise God. And you begin to read the Word, and amen, that is a seed that is falling on your heart. You also get the, the preaching of the Word of the Lord, um, you know, down through the ages, Amen. Your Bible would not say, uh, amen, thou shalt not look up bad things on the computer because there was no computer back then. Praise the Lord. So he gives you preachers today, amen, that, that draws those lines. And even a child, praise God, or even some of the sources, God can even use people. He used Pharaoh, praise the Lord. He uses them. Amen. You know, it's a saying, Either they will, God will use a person or they can be used by God. One or the other. God can do both. But God can even speak through, uh, amen, someone. He could speak through a donkey. So if he could speak through a donkey, he can speak through some people that I know. Amen. And so the word of God comes. And then, of course, in a farmer's land, there is the weather. The weather is uh, something that comes, amen, and Every, everybody's affected by the same weather. Praise God. Whether it be rain, whether it be drought, whether it be cold, whatever that weather might be, everyone's affected by the same weather. We all have got to go through tests and trials. We've all got to, uh, you know, struggle. And, and we've all got our situations. Everybody is under the same weather. The difference was... And that is that the seed was sown on different ground. Now, the ground, of course, is our heart. Amen. It's our life. It's our thoughts. It's our what we are. Praise the Lord. And he goes on in verse 18 to explain the one that was sown on the wayside. He said, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower in verse 18. When anyone heareth the word, the kingdom, and understandeth it not. <clears throat> the reason they don't understand it is because they don't care. If when you come to God, if you don't open your heart to God and want God, why is it that two people can come in and sit down on a pew and during the message one person can get really convicted and one person can get touched and one person can get help and one person can leave the building and the other person sitting right there, praise God, will walk out the same as they came in. And the difference was the condition of the heart. Praise God. It's the condition of the ground in which, amen, those seeds fall on. The seed, of course, is the word of God. And so when the preaching goes forth, amen, if it's the wayside, if it doesn't mean anything to you, if it's not important to you, praise God, you will let it go by the wayside. You won't listen to it. It's hard ground. Praise God. Those seeds will hit that ground. They'll bounce. Amen. That soil is not... Uh, soft and tender. It's not going to enwrap that seed. It's not going to accept that seed. It's going to reject that seed. And the Lord is saying, praise God, if you have a heart, amen, and you've got wayside in your heart somewhere, you've got wayside there, and it's hard ground. When the word of the Lord comes forth, and when the word of the Lord hits that part of your uh, life, Amen. It will bounce off the ground. It will not take root. 
Praise God. Why? You're hard in that. Praise God. And you're, you have no desire for that. Wayside is hard ground. It's not been plowed up. You've not let the Spirit plow that hardness out of you. And so, praise God, when the Word of the Lord comes, when somebody comes into the church for the first time, and they sit down, if they've got a hard heart, the preacher can get up, he can talk about Calvary, he can talk about the death, burial, and resurrection, he can talk about the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, he can talk about how God, amen, uh, uh, you know, uh, came to save your soul, but if you have a, 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 a wayside heart, if you've got a hardened heart, all of that seed will bounce off of it. Praise God. You know, the songs that we sang tonight, amen, and, and, and the songs that we worshiped in, how that God loves us, and people were standing and they were worshiping and their arms was up and they were talking to God with, you were talking to God with all your heart. All the time you were doing that, God was plowing your ground. God was breaking you up. God was killing your flesh. God was getting you ready for the word of God, for the preaching of the Lord, word of the Lord. It's amazing to me. I can watch a couple come through the door. Amen. And they can be mad at each other. And they can be spatting at each other. And I'm not going to walk up and see if I can help them. Because I'll just wait till church is over. Because after church is over, praise God, the Holy Ghost has really got a hold of them. And they walk out holding hands. Saves me a little bit of time. But that's what church can do. That's what worship can do. That's what coming to the Lord can do. Praise God. When you come to God, He'll plow that ground. He'll break that up. And He'll cause you, praise God, to be able to accept the Word of the Lord. That's why the church service is structured the way that it is. Where we come to worship and we come to praise and we come for testimony and we come for prayer. Praise God. It's got a structure to it. Because we break up that ground in our heart. Amen. And we say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for the Holy Ghost to move. I'm ready for the word of the Lord to plant some seeds into my heart. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You see, when the heart is, when the ground is hard, it does not care. It does not want it to come in. But God has to come in and break up that ground. Amen. And where one is, is hard with God, they you know, they're, they're just against God. They don't want God. Wayside. Amen. It's, it's where one does not care to prepare that ground. I don't care. I don't care for God. I don't care for the things of God. Amen. And in that scripture, he says, understand it. Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which is sown in his heart. Praise God. When somebody, when you come to the Lord and the Lord talks to you about something and you acknowledge it in your mind, you'd better take care of it right now. Because the devil has a way of coming around and taking it off of you. If you, if the Holy Ghost deals with you to ask somebody for forgiveness, you need to pick the phone up right now and ask God, ask them for forgiveness. If God Praise God moves on you to do something or to give something. And I, I don't mean emotionals. Sometimes you get, I get emotional about something and I'll pray about it. Praise the Lord. And I understand that. But I don't let that thing go. I don't 
walk away and say, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Praise God. That's when that seed has hit your ground and it's bounced off because you resisted what God has told you to do. Praise the Lord. You need to, when you know the voice of God. Now, if you're constantly getting yourself in trouble thinking you know the voice of God, you need to back up, pray, and talk to your pastor. Praise the Lord. But when you know it's the voice of God, when God says to do something, when God says to give, when God says to go somewhere, when God says to give something up, amen, and that seed hits your heart, don't let it hit a hard heart. Don't let it go by the wayside. Let that seed come in, praise God. Because God's going to do something with that. You see, you never outgive God. You'll never outgive God. You'll never outlove God. You'll never outlive God. Praise God. We have to have an open heart when we come to God. Amen. For us to understand what God is doing in our lives. You see, praise God, there's scripture that says, by the wayside. Why? Because they didn't understand. People who come to the Lord have to come to God because they want God in their lives. The only way, Jesus says, I am the door. You can't enter any other way. The only way we can come to God is by loving Jesus Christ. That's the only way we can come to Him. I can't come to God because I want to go to heaven. I can't come to God because I want a better life. I can't come to God because I want God to bless me. I have to come to God because I love Him. And when I love Him, I will open my heart to Him. And I will understand. I said it to the people this morning and I'm going to say it to those of you that weren't here last night. Do you love living for the Lord? Are you glad you're living for the Lord? Are you, are you excited about walking with God and living for Him? Praise God. Do you love holiness? Praise God. Do you love taking time out to be in church and being in the presence of the Lord? Praise God. Well, there are people out there that don't understand that. They don't understand why we think like we think and we walk like we walk and we talk like we talk. And it's simply because their eyes have not been opened because they don't love God. But if they loved God, Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Praise God. If you love me, they don't understand. You know, I've said it before, say it again. I've drove down the road looking at people thinking, if you know what I know, if you thought like I thought, if you, you know, know what I know, you would be living for God, loving Him, walking with Him, talking with Him. Praise God. But your, my eyes were opened. Why? Because I came to an altar and loved God. If you want God to move in your life, You've got to love Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But even in that, even as a Christian, even me, even you, I'm not trying to put me above you. That's why I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? Praise God. Every one of us have, praise God, wayside parts of our heart that the Holy Ghost comes and the Word of God comes. And we say, "Mm mm-hmm, nope, not there. 
We have to get rid of that wayside. We have to understand that when really, truly understanding living for the Lord is when you love Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Understanding holiness has to come from having the Holy Ghost. You cannot have holiness without the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is the thing that we live by. It is not my, by my strength. It is not my, by my power. It is not by my might that I live for God. It's by the Holy Ghost living inside of me. Praise God. My holiness comes by living for the Lord. My restrictions to others comes for my love for my wife and my children. Praise God. It's because I love them. Amen. And so, when we come to the Lord, we've got to love Him. But there's the wayside. Then there's the stony places. But He that uh, received the seed into stony places, the same is He that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while, for when tribulation or persecution arises, because of the word, by and by, he is offended. Rocky soil is regular soil. It's tilled, it's broke up, but it's got hard pots in it, and that's rocks. And what he's representing here, praise God, the rocky soil it's where people love God to a degree, but they don't love God all the way. There are parts of their lives, amen, that they don't really love God like they should. They love Him to a point. <clears throat> are you a Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian. Praise God. But the question is, amen, how much of a Christian are you? Are you willing to live for Him with all your soul, heart, mind, and strength? When that man came to Jesus that day, and Jesus, he said to Jesus, he said, praise God, I've kept all the commandments from my youth up. Jesus didn't look at him and say, well, wait a minute, praise God, you didn't do this one, and you didn't do that one, and you didn't do this one. He, 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 he told the truth, but Jesus said, okay, that's great. You might have kept the commandments. From your youth up, praise God. But if you love me, you'll do what I tell you to. And you'll go and you'll sell all that you have. And you'll come and you'll follow me. I don't know what Jesus would have done if he'd have said, I'll be right back. Jesus might have said, now you're ready. Keep what you got. Do the best with it you can. Praise God. He might have said that. I don't know. But the point that Jesus was pointing out here was... And that is that that man did not love him enough to give him everything. He had some rocks where his seeds, where the word of God was coming down. And praise God. And his seeds took root. He didn't have to worry about it being by the wayside. He didn't have to worry about it, praise God, being gone tomorrow. He produced some fruit, praise God. There was some stuff that come forward. Amen. The problem was, it was wrapped up in the rocks. And whenever the trials come, and whenever the tests come, praise the Lord, he was not able to stand. We have to live for God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. People say, I'm a Christian. 
I'm a Christian. I walk with the Lord. I talk with God. I, I live for Him, praise God. And so, amen. They say, I'm a Christian. I walk with Him. I talk with Him. Hey, but on the other hand, amen, if they have rocks in their living where they, where God, can, where, where things can come along, praise God. You see, there are things that can be rocks in our lives. A job can be a rock in your life. Praise God. A job. I have to watch, praise God, because my job makes me feel good. I got people every day asking me, I can't get to. That makes me feel a little good. I get successful. I do a good job. I, tell, I have people that tell me, you do a really good work. You do a good job. Praise God. I had a sheriff pull me over one day. He said, you do good work. I put my hand on my squeegee. I said, between me and you, sir, we'll clean this town up. Fred Abdallah, sheriff of Jefferson County. Praise God. Yeah, it, it can make you feel good. You, you can get a lot of self, uh, self-esteem out of it. And they don't arrest you for it. You make money with it. It's just a good thing. But it can be, amen, a stone in your relationship with God. So when the trials and the tests comes, amen, you can't take the stand for God like you should because you're too wrapped up in your job. It could be a person. You could have a person in your life. And that person can mean so much to you. It's the world to you. Praise God. And they can cause you to miss out with God. People backslide all the time with it. How about pleasures? Pleasures of sin for a season. There are all kind of pleasures out there. How about desires? You see, these are all stones that can get in our relationship with the Lord. And when the preacher preaches the Word of God, all of a sudden, amen, we've got some soil that, that, that seed takes root. But because we've got those stones in there, amen, that's, that, that seed doesn't do well. And all of a sudden, amen, it looks good. They seem to be growing well. Amen. Matter of fact, they might be doing better than most people are doing because their roots don't have to go down very deep. They can put their energy on growing on the top. Praise the Lord. And, and so you look at that and you think, oh, they are doing great. But you don't realize their roots aren't down deep. Preachers, pastors know that. They try to work to get that. Amen. And then so all of a sudden, you got a bad storm, or you get a tremendous heat, and that, uh, praise God, that, that, that plant is not going to be able to exist. Why? Because, amen, they are built with stones. We have to get the rocky soil stones out. We've got to get everything out of our lives. You see, there are some who care for God, but it isn't very deep desire. Praise the Lord. That's why, amen, people will so easily, they'll come to God and they'll live a life. Here we go. You ready for this? They'll come to God. They'll live a life. It's a shadow. They'll go to church. They'll be in church. 
They say, I'm a Christian. I walk with the Lord. I talk with God. And I'm, I do this and I do that. Praise God. But if the Lord was to ask them to get rid of some things, they're going to be just like the rich young ruler that pulls back and says, mm, I can't do that. I can't let that go. And then the Bible talks about the thorny places. He that receiveth among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. Praise God. And he becometh unfruitful. Think about that. Unfruitful. When the thorns grow up, do you realize, praise God, that when we come to the Lord, we are a field of thorns. And when we ask the Lord to save us, He starts having to clean out the thorns in our fields. We've got a lot of cares in this life. A lot of things that kept us happy. That kept us satisfied. The things that we would run to instead of running to God. I had a person say to me one day, said, I, I, I have two things that keeps me happy. Praise God. One is a little bit of... Uh, Alcohol, and the next is I go to sleep. And I said, you know what? I got one thing that keeps me happy, and that's the Holy Ghost. Praise God. It's down inside of me. Amen. But those thorns that's in the world, <clears throat> you know, you can cut them off. People cut them off all the time, and they'll grow back. Praise God. They'll just grow back. Sometimes you've got to pull them out by the roots. And sometimes that don't, you know, matter much. If you, those of you that have a garden know what I'm saying is true. Praise God. You don't, you can plant tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers and all those things. Amen. And you don't have to go in there with any kind of grass seed or weeds or whatever. They come up. You, I buy Roundup, and I try to round them up. Praise God. And it's just amazing. Just not too much longer, and they come back. Praise the Lord. Why? Because they're weeds. That's what naturally happens to the dirt. The dirt naturally takes care of weeds, but it doesn't take care of, of plants that well. <clears throat> and it's like our own lives, our own lives, praise God. We are so natural in growing thorns. It's naturally what we want to grow. It's naturally what we want to do. But we need to pull out the thorns, praise God. We need to pull out the cares of this world and the things of this world. You see, this is what this field is made for. It's made for thorns and shrubs. And all those things. Praise the Lord. It will destroy the wheat that God wants to grow in us. Praise God. It will crowd it out. It will shade it. It will choke it out. It will take away from what it should be. Praise God. Because that's the field's tendency is to have thorns. Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24. He said, no man can have two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will hold to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and materialism. 
You cannot serve God and man them. Material things, praise God. We have to get the thorns out of our lives. We have to get the stones out of our lives. The preacher that I'm preaching to you tonight, praise God, is the Word of God that's going forth. Some of you, I might have sowed it on some stony ground. I've got to watch my stony ground, my wayside. Praise God. But I've got to get the stones out. I've got to till the ground up. I've got to pull the cares of this life up. Praise the Lord. And say, amen. I've got to have room for the seeds. But did you notice at the end of this verse... That he said, praise God, that the choke out the word and become unfruitful. 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 What is the fruit? Galatians 5 and 22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such. There is no law. And they that are of Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections thereof and the lust. And if we live in the Spirit, we will also walk after the Spirit. Praise God. The fruits of the Spirit has got to be in our lives. Someone says, well, I live for God. I walk with God. I talk with God. Do you have the fruits? Because Jesus tells us twice in Matthew 7. First of all, he says, ye shall know them by their fruits. Praise God. Second of all, he says, wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. We have to let the word of God come down deep inside of us. And bring us forth fruits, fruits of holiness, fruits of righteousness, fruits of goodness, fruits of of love, fruits of all those kind of things. We need to come and we need to let the Lord come down. But he said, and he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it. Why does he understand it? Because he loves God enough for God to help him get the stones out. Get the thornies out, praise God, and till up the wayside so that it's soft and it's good dirt. It's no longer wayside. We need to ask the Lord, Lord, do I have some things I've been ignoring you on? Lord, if I have some things, praise God, that has caused me to become weak in my relationship with you. Lord, have I got things inside, amen, of my flesh. Because, you know, the amazing thing Amen. About thorns is you don't have to plant them for them to come. They just naturally come up. And that's just the way with your flesh. You don't have to praise God. You don't have to plant. Praise God. The flesh. The flesh just comes up. It's just there. Praise God. And it says amen. That by their fruits ye shall Know them. And so when we come to the Word of God, we first of all, we've got to hear the Word of God. We've got to hear it when God speaks to us. We have to allow it to penetrate our lives. We, sh- we can't resist it. We can't say, no, I don't want God. 
praise God, to talk to me there. I don't want God to touch me there. Praise God. And then we've got to allow it to take root inside. And we've got to make sure there's no stones. We're not in the middle of it. We're not saying, praise God, I'm not sure I want to do this. I'm not sure I want to live for God. I'm not sure I want to walk with God. Praise God. There's some things in my life that I've got, praise the Lord, that causes me to not be sure. And then I've got to allow that thing to grow. And then I've got to allow it to produce fruit. Praise God. Let's all stand. Amen. Jesus walking by that day. He looked out and he said, I'll tell you what your heart is like. Your heart is like a sower that went forth to sow the seed of the word of the Lord in your life. I'm asking you tonight, amen, to search your heart. Praise God. We used to sing that song. We're not going to sing it tonight, but we used to sing that song. Lord, turn your searchlight on my soul. And if you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and strengthen me. I want to be right, I want to be saved, and I want to be whole. Praise God. But I'm going to open these altars up tonight just for a little bit. And I'm asking you to just come and say, Lord, is there any place in my heart that I have allowed to become wayside? I've not kept it tilled up for you. So that when you speak to me, Lord, I kind of ignore you. Lord, do I have some rocks in my heart? Do I have some places that make me weak, dear Lord, so that I don't respond to your word or your things? I don't respond to your love or the things of God. Praise God, because... I'm not totally sold to you. Or Lord, do I have some things when I was in the world that began to creep up on me, some cares of this life. Maybe it's going somewhere I shouldn't go. Maybe it's saying things I shouldn't say. Maybe it's doing things I shouldn't do. But Lord, help me, dear God, to get those out of my life. Praise God. Lord, and it all starts with hearing your word. Praise God. Let's all talk to the Lord. Sing it with me. Sing it now. Come on, let's all talk to Him.